Good morning from Beirut, Lebanon. This is Mina Now. It's Wednesday, December the 30th, and this is your morning briefing. Twenty twenty can safely be dubbed as one of the most challenging years for the Lebanese at the political, economic, financial, and health levels, as the crisis-ridden country reeled from an economic meltdown caused by decades of rampant corruption, mismanagement, and waste of public funds. The economic crisis has been exacerbated by the massive Beirut port explosion in the summer. And 2020 began with big hopes pinned on hundreds of thousands of Lebanese who took to the streets on October the 17th, 2019, in a nationwide popular uprising against the entrenched political class they accuse of corruption, mismanagement, and squandering of public funds. Now, more than a year after the uprising, aside from the resignation of then-Prime Minister Saad Hariri's government, None of the protesters' major demands, such as the ouster of the political elite, an overhaul of the country's sectarian-based ruling system, carrying out sweeping economic reforms, including fighting corruption, holding early parliamentary elections, and recovering billions of dollars in stolen and transferred money, has been achieved. At the political level, Maronite Patriarch Abshara al-Rahi reportedly plans to seek the Vatican's assistance in launching an international initiative towards Lebanon, amid reports that he is holding a, quote, great anger against officials, mainly the president, the PSP's Al-Anba electronic magazine said on Wednesday. Now, the magazine also said that al-Rahi was angry at President Michel Aoun, Prime Minister-designate Saad Hariri and Member of Parliament Gibran Basile over the delayed formation of a much-needed government to help steer the country out of the crisis. Prior to the end of the year, Lebanon's internal security forces have arrested a member of Daesh who was monitoring a military post and cafes in Beirut with the intention of launching an attack. Now, according to the forces' statement, a man had entered Lebanon illegally in late 2017 and confessed to staking out a military post in the capital's Forn and Shabak neighborhood and cafes and pubs in the nearby Badaro Street. As the economy looks to be one of Lebanon's greatest challenges in 2021, the country can ration $2 billion in reserves left for subsidies to last six more months, the caretaker prime minister said on Tuesday, as the country's financial meltdown raises fears of rising hunger. Now, in an interview with Reuters, Hassan Diab also said that Western officials had told him there was an international decision not to help Lebanon because of the Iran-backed Hezbollah role in the country. Additionally, Diab revealed that a probe into the ammonium nitrate at Beirut port had started hours before their detonation on August the 4th. On the evening of August the 3rd, Diab tasked the ministers of public works and justice with conducting a probe into the ammonium nitrate that had been stored at Beirut port for years, the caretake prime minister said in an interview with CNN. Shifting to the second segment of this episode, the region at a glance, 
Tensions in the region are likely to escalate in the last days of the Trump presidency and the upcoming one-year anniversary of the Iranian military leader Qasem Soleimani's assassination. In Yemen, explosions rocked Aden Airport shortly after the arrival of a plane carrying the new unity government, with the information minister accusing Iran-backed Houthi rebels of the cowardly attack. A Houthi official denied the group was involved. At least two explosions were heard as the cabinet members were leaving the aircraft, an AFP correspondent at the scene said. All of the new government ministers were reportedly unharmed, but Yemeni media said that at least five people were killed in the explosion. There was no immediate confirmation on casualties as plumes of smoke billowed from the airport building in the southern city and debris lay strewn across the area. January 3rd marks the first anniversary of the death of Qasem Soleimani, the major general who was killed in a U.S.-directed drone attack while visiting Baghdad. Now, in a statement earlier this month, Iran's religious leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei repeated his country's desire for revenge. For Iraqis, this may well pose a danger. The U.S. has been flying strategic bombers over the Persian Gulf for the second time this month, a show of force meant to deter Iran from attacking American or allied targets in the Middle East. And one senior U.S. military officer said the flight by two Air Force B-52 bombers was in response to the signals that Iran may be planning attacks against the U.S. allied targets in neighboring Iraq or elsewhere in the region in coming days. Having said this, we have now reached the end of Mina Now's podcast episode. As always, thank you so much for your time and don't forget to subscribe. I'll be here every morning. This is Mina Now.